Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk to you about programming and who is doing your programming. You know, if you've listened to the show long enough, and if you know me, that a lot of these lessons that I share with you is because I'm literally walking through them every single day with you. I will never BS you on that I have it all figured out. I'm here learning at the same time. So I want to talk to you about programming and asking you, maybe just drawing attention to who is in charge of it. What is our programming? Sometimes we fall into this space of like being a victim of our circumstances, feeling like we don't have a choice with what is happening, or we are feeling this constant push of we're not working enough, giving ourselves criticism, um, being hard on ourselves for taking downtime. Um, We're working with our brain, honestly, by like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And we're in this space there's just no room to breathe. Like there's no room to breathe. And if we're not giving ourselves room to breathe, there's no space. And when there's no space, we're not allowing for more downloads. This is a really powerful experience and exercise that I know I'm not the only one that I've come through this. So we're literally being the thief of our own peace because we are not taking ownership of our own programming. This is my own opinion in all of the work that I've been doing, but I really do find that we are blocking and limiting our own peace. They talk about you know the quote um, that comparison is the thief of joy, yet we tend to be the thief of our own peace by not calling attention to the programming that is going on with our own thoughts. So I want to talk to you a little bit about our thoughts and what this looks like. Our thoughts are literally only part of the problem. They're only one part of the problem. It's our words that we speak that create the emotions within ourselves. So how many times, I've seen this a number of times in group containers, where we have somebody is speaking and then they say something and it catches our eye and looking going, why did you say that? Or I've done it myself and I say it and it usually comes down to the words of need, have to, must, just, Think of all the other ones. When you get stuck on those words and when you say them out loud, I am so trained right now that I will say that in a message to somebody in a voice note. And then I will say, I need to. And it's like, no, I don't need to. I don't need to. But the thing is, is that I've already said it, which means it's still part of my programming. It is still part of my programming. And I'm just going to honor and accept this and not judge it. This is a really big part of this message that I want to share today is that our thoughts have power. When we speak those thoughts into words, it's like putting a magnifying glass on something that we know isn't working. We have this moment if it's like, damn it, I've worked so hard on this and yet here it is again, right smack in my face and I keep doing it. 
And then the next thought a lot of times is, why do I keep doing this? I've already done this a bazillion times. Why do I do this? Because it is part of our deep, deep, deep subconscious programming that is there. It really is. It's something that has been ingrained in us, likely before the age of eight years old, messages that we've heard, um, messages that have been reinforced. And it doesn't mean it's hopeless and you don't stand a chance. It means that it just needs more work and maybe more space and maybe less judgment, less judgment, less shame on ourselves for where we are in this space. So this is our thoughts. If we could catch our thoughts faster and not speak them, we actually can create some change. Now, I heard Joe Dispenza, and if you have not listened to Joe Dispenza, I mean, literally just Google his name and listen to any one of the podcasts he's been on because he's phenomenal. One of the things he said was that if we could teach people to actually not speak their thoughts and really filter and catch them when they come up, unless, of course, you're in this space that sometimes holding on to those thoughts feels toxic. But the whole piece is, is that when you speak those thoughts, those limiting thoughts, the limiting beliefs out to life, What happens is you're actually bringing them to life. Even if you're saying, wait, that's not what I want, but you're actually bringing them to life because they're creating emotions inside of our body. And when we create the emotions inside of our body, we are actually bringing it to life. So how do we change this? We have to catch ourselves in the thoughts. And it's important to have a mantra or something to draw awareness to it and then release it without judgment, shame, or criticism. It's so important. So As soon as I say the word need, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't mean that. And it's like, wait, I said it though. And where did it come from? And it's recognizing where these things come from. Is it that we are holding on to our subconscious beliefs and our deep programming that's there? Or I'm going to take it a step deeper. Are we possibly sabotaging our own peace or joy? If we are somebody who lived with, as myself, you live with trauma, you lived with a very chaotic experience in over the years, that that's what you know on a subconscious level. You're used to having to work through challenge and difficulties. There's peace, quiet, and joy. Even though we say deep down, that's what we want. It's like, what do I do with this? This is weird. This is uncomfortable. I don't understand. So. I want to take it back to the gap and the gain. I did a podcast a number of months ago on the gap and the gain. This is an incredible book that I listened to and I've implemented many strategies from it. But one of the things that I do is something that is a very simple concept I take from that book. When I fall into this self-sabotaging, this judgment, this shame, this being hard on myself, and I know I'm doing my own programming, but that isn't enough to make me change it. It's not what happens. I have to create my own proof. So I go back to, am I standing in the gap or am I standing in the gain? To stand in the gain is to compare myself to my past self. Am I handling this better than what I have done before? Yes. Am I going through this emotions, these emotions, this experience? Am I like really giving myself some grace and compassion? Yes, I am. Am I allowing myself to feel the feels? Am I allowing myself to create space, to pause, to do? Yes, I am. These things alone, comparing yourself to your past self is taking responsibility for your programming, standing in the gain and continually looking up and going, I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. I need another client. I need a sale. She's doing it. Why is she doing it? She's able to make it happen and make it look so easy. That's all gap. All of that is gap energy and gap energy will never change your programming and it will never change you or where you're trying to go to. 
So this is really important and really important to understand when it comes to that gap in the gain. I do this to shift my own thinking, but also to recognize that, wait, I have built proof. I have built proof that I can do it. I have built proof that I can rest and attract and create more. I have built proof that it can be easy, that I don't have to work to burnout, that I can say yes to alignment, to living and working in alignment. I have built proof. So it's bringing my conscious mind back to the equation to recognize that, no, I actually have done this. And it just creates space and grace and all of the things, which helps me to build more trust in myself. So I hope that this speaks to you. But I wanted to share a couple things along this line. I want to take it one step further. When you learn to stand in the game, when you learn to stand to be aware and understand that you're responsible for your own programming, You also come to the space of releasing the control or the expectations of the outcome because expectations are literally killing us or stopping us from experiencing joy in our lives. I actually think they're stopping us from moving forward because maybe we're afraid of success or maybe it's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to fail again because I've already done it before. Or they're stopping us from experiencing the joy that we have created right now. This is the fruits of all of the work that we are doing. If we can't enjoy this now, if we don't have gratitude for what we've created right now, it doesn't matter what we're doing next. It won't matter because it will never be enough. It will never be enough. If it's not enough today, it will never be enough in the future. That is a key part of recognizing and that I want you to use to reflect with yourself. When is it going to be enough? People say, well, that's not enough sales. I'm like, well, what's the number that's enough sales? I don't know the number. I'm like, well, if you don't know the number, you're never going to know if you've got it. Or if you say, well, I want to have $100,000 a month because they're doing that. Okay, well, you've got a $5,000 a month. Can you celebrate the fact that you have a $5,000 a month? What else have you done in the meantime? Have you lived your life? Have you given yourself time? Have you given yourself grace? Have you had joy? Have you taken downtime and done things that you love doing? Because honestly, from one workaholic to another, If you're doing it without having those moments, it's never sustainable. It's not sustainable. It isn't. And it won't take long before you're going to start to resent your own business. So where can you fit that joy in? Where can you disrupt the pattern? Where can you recognize what those thoughts are? Shift them in the moment. Look at it differently. Stand in the game. Not the gap. Stand in the game release control of the outcome and the expectations that you have in yourself, release that control of the outcome. This is like when you get to enjoy all the fruits of your own labor and you start to recognize that you are in charge of your own programming. There is no one else up there doing it for you. You're doing it. You're doing it, which means here's the beautiful thing that this entire platform was based and built on. Because you are the one who is doing the things that are not supporting you, you are all the only one who can create the change. You're the only one. That's it. It's like Mel Robbins says, no one's one's coming. No one is coming. It is up to you to change it. And you are more than capable because you are doing the programming. That means you can change it. Own it. Recognize it. Bring in a sense of humor if you need to, because that's really important. And don't judge yourself and don't resist it. Because if you resist it, you persist. It persists. You keep it alive. So you are doing your programming. You can change it at any time. You can change it at any time. It takes consistent work and action. 
constant, consistent work in action. And this is the work that I am so passionate about doing when it comes to NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, the tools, the techniques, they have helped me to calm my nervous system down, heal my nervous system, and help me to respond differently to all of the things that are happening in my world. For that, I'm grateful. Am I done work? No, it's not. It's, it is, this is a life. Listen, I'm 50, 52 years old. This is a life, life lesson and process. And I am here for all of it because I believe that none of this is an accident. So I hope that this has helped you to take control and understand that you are responsible for your own programming and you can change it at any time. Give yourself the grace that you need and know that you are exactly where you're supposed to be and you can change this. You 100% can change this. If you want to learn more, connect with me anywhere on social media, because I am going to be rolling out and doing more with these NLP tools that are going to support you so much more in learning how to speak your story, do the podcast, speak from stage, write your book, all of the things to get your story out there. These tools have been so transformational in my own life. Thank you so much for being here for all of the shares and everything you're doing to help to continue to bring this podcast to so many new people. So grateful for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.